welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined uh, this evening um, by uh, two guys who play in the punk band Size Fives. Um, uh, one of them also plays in another punk band called M545. M545. 45, M545. And the other one also plays in another punk band called Panic on Panic. Um, I'm excited to uh, talk to them a little bit about their passions, artistry, and uh, why they do what they do. Uh, Thank you very much, Ryan Larsh and Juan Ivalos, for joining me tonight. Salute. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks, man. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having thanks. us. Thanks for having us on. Have a good night. We'll talk to you yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, great show. Great show. Great show. <laughs> yeah, this bad. Hey, how how are you, you guys got jokes, huh? You got jokes. You're funny guys. Yeah, well, we laugh on our own jokes. So that's right. That, that's we it. can't rely on our looks. Right. You know, for, for, for right. So what are you guys drinking over there? Oh, right. What do we got there? What's beneath the 414 koozie? Underneath the 414 koozie <laughs> is the fucking 414 beer. 414. Get a load of that. Get a load of that. Right? Double whammy. <laughs> double whammy. I'm doubling it down. Fred's got some great fucking lager here. So I always support the 414. Yeah, that's cool. When did he start doing that? Uh, it's, he's had it out for a minute. Um, but I just actually got this at, um, what's the liquor store on 64? 60th in Oklahoma, like raise discount, discount, the discount yeah, maybe? yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. there's only a couple of places that have this, so yeah. Tony's in Bayview, um, discount, but man, it's 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 fucking good shit, so Tight. highly recommend it. I'm drinking, I, I don't think I've tried that one actually. I'll, I will have to give it a try. Well, here, yeah, give me a little, a little taste right here, right there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, Ryan, what do you got over there? Yeah, I've got my grapefruit non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> it's uh, the ultimate refreshment from Klosthaller. Nice. Uh, it's one of their newer flavors. Uh, if any of the, you non-alcoholic drinkers uh, out there uh, looking for f- nice, refreshing alternatives uh, to brewskis and barley pops, uh, there's a lot out there. I, I actually um, just went to Total Wine and uh, Total Wine. Total right? Wine, yeah. To Total Wine and Liquor or something. I think it's Total Wine. Uh, there's a few stores that popped up around uh, the area. Uh, there's one up by Bayshore Mall. There's one out by. There's one here by Southridge. By Southridge, and uh, they've actually got like a huge. Like I had no idea that the non-alcoholic beverage market was really. Um, expanding you know yeah. the way that that it that it has um there, i mean there was like literally like three or four shelves just full of like almost like craft beer you know wow. uh, non-alcoholic beverages now with all the like you know really enticing colors candy like colors you know so yeah. who are you in it's <laughs> exciting yeah but, yeah uh, everything from like you know uh stouts pilsners uh you name it you know like the rattlers um you know a lot uh, of the major brands are in it uh, nowadays uh, it's a huge then, market it's a huge yeah. market yeah and it's getting liquor. embellished for sure 
yeah. yeah uh, alternative spirits and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. You know, botanical stuff, and it's supposed to have you know more euphoric type you know yeah. effects without the intoxication of alcohol. So it's like a shroom, but right, a liquid right. shroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm totally but... sober except for the shrooms. <laughs> Wait, I'm not supposed to Hey, some people just. <laughs> I don't want my work to see this. Cut, <laughs> cut. Some, hey, some people. Some you never know what kind of night you're having. Sometimes you know. You, you know. You know. You know what's kind of funny about that, or or fucked up rather, is. Many years ago, I was in a little town called Cheshki Krumlov, and I had absinthe for the first time. This is in the Czech Republic. So a little town, a little bohemian town. So not outside of Racine. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kenosha County, really. Um, so was Indiana. Yeah, but, yeah. but we, were walking down, we were walking down this, this little street, and there was this sign and it said horror bar h-o-r-o-r -O -R, and there's three skulls on it so i'm like hmm, hmm gotta go in here <laughs> yeah. so we walk downstairs it's like a fucking catacomb there's church pews for for um you know chairs and and tables and shit like that and i have a budvar a budweiser and then i ask for an absence so they come out with the sugar cube they light it on fire Oh, the whole ritual, huh? Oh, fuck yeah, man. It was great. I had one shot, and this wasn't my first rodeo. I mean, I'm from Milwaukee. You know, I've, I've, I've had a couple of adult beverages in my days. And right. I took a shot, and I blacked out almost instantly. Oh, it man. <laughs> I woke up in my apartment the next day, the next morning, and no fucking clue how I got there. But I had a digital camera that was time-stamped for, like, the next three hours of me being at a bar and just, like, doing all this stupid shit <laughs> but i have no fucking recollection of what the hell happened it would have been even funnier if you woke up back in your apartment in milwaukee <laughs> you That's actually yeah right you know I've, I've never actually tried absinthe um i know that when it's like the americanized shit isn't as potent as when you get it overseas but right man with the pyrotechnics and everything that had to be something it was because the one the version here doesn't have wormwood of my understanding which is the right. ingredient that that really kicks it from first to fourth gear yeah. in seconds yeah so yeah. To another level right sure. right well like a whole you, other plane of existence yeah <laughs> well juan you mentioned you went in there because it got it had skulls the bar and uh i yeah. can see uh you're quite quite an affinity of the uh, skulls my friend you know, yeah. it has an affliction for skulls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of our thing. I love your skulls. <laughs> <laughs> Danzig was a big influence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when growing up. Well, hey, they're, they're, they are our audience uh, this evening, huh? <laughs> we, yeah, we have some spectators in the building. Shout yeah, out they're to They're with us in spirit. Right. <laughs> in spirits, yeah, what we've right. been talking about for. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how uh, how uh, were you guys' days today? What'd you do? What'd you do? Oh, I had a riveting day at work. Got up early and, uh, you know, had my coffee and uh, did the daily grind for the most part. Uh, yeah. Although it was, uh, it's, it's Friday, $5 Friday, $5 donut Friday, taco mm. truck day. 
So uh-huh. ooh, donut we had tacos? good things going on and all that all together at the same oh. time. But I mean, we thought about <laughs> making a taco tor- or a donut torta of sorts, but eh, we kind of scratched that idea. But uh-huh. <laughs> you know that nice. that might not be bad though, yeah. like a like like a concha, like with yeah. you know like a concha sandwich or something. There we go. I'm sure it's yeah, been done before. I imagine yeah. there's been some kind of a crossover with that. Yeah, we, we thought that maybe we came up with an idea at work about opening our own truck of sorts, maybe call it the fat spatula. So, you know, you're getting a big hefty, you know, serving of whatever it is, you know, it could be donut tortas, which breathes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you never know. You never know what's coming uh, out of this truck. <laughs> right. my, 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 day, my day wasn't as exciting. My day, I've been drinking beer and tequila since 10 a.m. And... <laughs> working wow. on electrical shit in the house so my buddy mike came over we fucked around with some garage band some music shit and um like i said just drinking tequila and and and, and beer and and doing life life fixtures the daily Man, grind. your weekend started a day early huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. at least it didn't end a day early either so oh yeah know. right that's right mm-hmm. could have spiked my hair right up well that's ideal that sounds like fun um yeah my uh my unemployment that i've been waiting on for two months finally came today so i can oh, spend okay. a lot of money now congratulations Salud. Salud. thank you where, where should i, I where, where should i blow it all off on guys uh, give me some uh give me some wrecks oh man wow well, there's a lot of local uh, restaurants that we, we we approve of and would endorse. I mean, we love uh, Twisted Plan. You know, Twisted Plan. Oh, Twisted Plan is so good. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just like some of the just nauseous, like, you know, sloppiest, like stick to your ribs. You know, food yeah. You could possibly imagine, you know, it's like people give vegan food like a lot of grief, but man, it is is more hardcore than a lot yeah. of like you know it, it puts like greasy burgers and fries to shame really like if you yeah. want something really like nosh on and like yeah <laughs> that's one of the best places i tried in the last year uh yeah. gnarly yeah totally yeah, it's fantastic and then just down the street you have uh what's it uh x-ray arcade yeah which is yeah. now doing their uh pizza bagels uh take out uh promotional for the shows that they're doing they start i don't know if you're aware they started doing shows again and um you know now they're i think it's uh steel iron is uh this weekend Mm -hmm. uh that they're i think it's i don't know if they're putting it up this weekend but sunday that's the band that yeah that's currently being uh uh, is on deck i guess cool say yeah uh, yeah i'm gonna be buying some bagels from from x-ray Oh yeah, uh, them up on Sunday. And, That's an uh, establishment I uh, implore all folks to support um, in these tumultuous times. That man, Cactus Club for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah Cactus Club for sure. You know, absolutely. Well, we, yeah, Cactus is now doing. Uh, what is it new that I saw them doing? Uh, well, they've got they're paired up with um, Music Around, right? Yeah, uh, looks like they put out some comp tapes or something like that. Yeah, uh, comp recently. I think some of our friends' bands are on there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, even though you know the pandemic has really put a a, a monkey wrench and and kind of crippled us a little bit as artists and musicians and service industry people, I think that 
you know, through uh, the adversity uh, and just the sheer, uh, you know, uh, force of like human will, you know, uh, everybody seems to be coming up with all these really great ideas to, yeah. you know, keep moving forward. And we have to. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fantastic. It's keeping you know? the community alive. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Juan, what do you, what's a restaurant you, uh, you would recommend? Uh, you know what, I, I, sticking back to the, to the vegan food, I'm still a huge fucking fan of the wings at the Palomino. Yeah. I've, oh. for the last decade plus, <laughs> I have dedicated my life to eating those every fucking week. <laughs> they're fucking yeah. phenomenal. Oh man, they're great. Nice. They're absolutely wonderful. So, you know what? You need to try them. Huh? Yeah. You need to go get some more real quick. Yeah, no, I'll be back Hold in 10 on, minutes. I got, yeah, I got to call Uber <laughs> yeah, Right, yeah. That's the way to go. There's a grub hop. Which one is best? I don't know. Uh, did you guys see that? They even have like that puff app or whatever. You can just order candy from somebody. Like, really? <laughs> like yeah. bags of candy. Really? Uh-oh. This guy yeah. can't mean. Right? <laughs> I, I might have opened up Pandora's box here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He's, he's pondering. He's like, oh. Mm, just got drifted wow. away to the back. Wow. <laughs> we yeah, should have right. like a little like dream bubble above his head right now. Like, candy yeah. Bubble, just like pouring candies and Skittles and taffy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Damn. Yeah, dude. Well, boys, we could talk candy and food and uh beer all those things we could talk about that for hours but we're here to talk about music so that being said my friends uh what we talk about on mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and so i have seen two of the three projects um that you guys are involved in um size fives uh caught at company brewing um when I was I was working there at the time, yeah. I remember I was rushing to get the dishes done so I could come interview you guys, and we talked in the back room. You know uh, what? You, you, you should have just came and got. We could have helped with that. You know, we, we, you could. Yeah, you, you guys could have just jumped on the line and. Uh, <laughs> I'm great at drawing dishes. Um, I, yeah, it's one of my other skill. One of the many skills I or services I provide. I make mean, good. <laughs> hey, well, that's that's good to know for the future. Uh, any backups let us know yeah but panic on panic saw at cactus club um and and then um m545 we uh covered your guys uh recent dp on breaking and entering so yeah i mean um alan has been following you guys for a while um you guys are a favorite of his so um i uh yeah i mean i bayview has some of the some really fine rock bands for sure. And um, I've been really eager to get to know all of them. Um, Rabio was here just a couple weeks ago. Shout out to him. Um, yep, he gave absolutely. you guys a shout out. I went to, yeah, I've known that kid for a long time. He's a great guy. I fucking love him. He's yeah. a rad dude. He's one of the yeah. nicest dudes yeah. I've met. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, he's super solid. He's yeah. like one of the nicest guys you could possibly, you know, yeah. have on your, on your side. Total stand-up dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I did catch that. I watched uh, most of that one. So that was pretty awesome for us to get, you know, for and, to give a shout-out. And, and you know what? I will. Thanks, Robio. Shout-out to you, too. Uh, yep. Yeah, and Rob, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to send Ben a picture of you from, like, 20 years ago dancing at this little club. It's, <laughs> it's going to make 
oh yeah it's gonna make him blush <laughs> <laughs> oh good uh that does my heart good um so so before we talk about everything you guys have come out with recently what you're working on now etc let's take it back a little bit so you're both um are you both milwaukee natives i am born and raised in baby Sure. Born and raised in Bayview. I'm not. I'm a transplant. I'm actually from Peshtigo, Peshtigo, Wisconsin. Uh, oh, there's a band uh, called Peshtigo. There is now, yes. Yeah. And I, I want to talk to them about that. <laughs> 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 not that I have exclusive rights to it, but I feel like being one of the original, you know. Uh, yeah, that's pretty far up there, isn't it? Tokens. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Peshtigo Fire and all that. You know, there's a little history up there. Okay, same, sure. Same night as the uh, same night as the Chicago Fire, there was the uh, Peshtigo Fire, which uh, some say was about equal in size, if not actually bigger. You know, there's there's stories of you know accounts of people. You know, the rivers was you know people were like jumping into the river. But the river was boiling it was still hot like all this, oh geez you know, yeah really intense wow. stuff but it wasn't you know it, it was just some logging community up north as opposed to chicago which was this booming hustling bustling city yeah. you know commerce and stuff which which got a Damn. lot more press and stuff like that so well uh, fuck that's I mean, awful <laughs> yeah, God, yeah it's terrible pretty it's pretty gruesome yeah, yeah. it's gruesome sure uh, some of the accounts there there's there's like a, a church there's like one church that didn't burn down so which has turned mm -hmm. into the peshtigo fire museum and uh you know there's a cemetery right alongside of it you know with like a lot of the headstones and stuff like that and oh uh, okay yeah Damn. Kind of how, how many hours away is it from here about two and a half okay yeah, right up 43 or you can get there from 41 but i generally take right. 43 Okay. Through, uh, you know, that's your boy again and stuff like that. And then, gotcha. Uh, uh, Green sure. Bay. You get yeah. So, one. sure. 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 Okay. I moved to Milwaukee. I moved to Milwaukee in 95. Oh, that was the year before I was born. Me yeah. too. <laughs> you <wish. laughs> Dude, no way. Wait, who are you talking to? Me or Ben? <laughs> so, here's the thing I was about, tw I was about 20. Yeah. I, I, I was here or exposed. Yeah, I was about 20 years old. I think I was 19. In 95? No, I was 20. And yeah, I was, yeah. No way. Well, yeah, I was born in 74. So 95. I, I was, I just turned you 21. You lied to me about I, your age? I, <laughs> I, I, moved, I moved to Milwaukee in 95. And I turned 21 here that year. Uh, and It's definitely uh, a city to turn 21 in. That's for so, sure. This is the thing. So I've lived in Milwaukee longer than I lived in Peshtigo or Marinette. So, uh, which is over 20 years now, if that's any indication how, how old we are. <laughs> but, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, at this point, at this point, I, I you know, I, I consider Milwaukee my home. You know? right. uh, I spent a majority of my life here at this point, you know. Sure. So, I mean, I've only been here since 2014. I grew up in Illinois. I grew up outside of Chicago. Um, but I came here for college, you know, uh, okay. big reason why a lot of people from Illinois come up here. But um, yeah, um, so hey, I got a question for you. I what was answer. your first concert? <sighs> Color Me Bad? 
<laughs> New kids on the block. I, mean, I, just, I, I like. I can't believe my answer is what it is, but uh, Jimmy Buffett. Right. Jimmy Buffett. Nice. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. I was a yeah. I was a late bloomer. It was, I was 16. I hadn't gone to a, a concert before that, but Jimmy Buffett, yeah, in yeah. Tinley Park, Illinois. Um, so did you go with your by yourself or some friends or was it like? Yeah, I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert by myself <laughs> <laughs> at, at 16. No, no, not quite. I I, uh, actually, I went um I went with my. Uh, my buddy's girlfriend's family, like we all there went together. Go. They had an extra right. ticket. Um, but um, the last show before COVID was was actually the Monday before lockdown, and it was Wilco at the Sylvie. Oh, I've heard good things yeah. about the Sylvie. Sounds like a good venue. It's a it's a great venue. It's 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 big. It's, yeah, it's pretty massive. Um, but considering how packed that show was um like it was it was really packed and then like five days later we're like stay the fuck home don't go outside <laughs> oh fuck you know like it, it, event. yeah shit escalated quickly that week yeah it did it really did i mean when we went into that last weekend you know with the uh we had the pan like, on that Friday, March thirteenth. We had the panic on panic EP release at Cactus, and then um, you know, we played that, that next Saturday. You know, the next day, Saturday, we played yeah. at X Ray Arcade Class Fives, and um, you know, everybody knew that like this was kind of it. This is probably it. You know, there was already talk at Cactus Club like, oh wow, you know, um, yeah. this is probably the last show that we're going to have in a while who, and who knows yeah. how long, you know? So there's just this weird, you know, vibe of like, well, this might be the last time we get to do this for a while, you know? Yeah. So it's like, even though we knew that the situation was kind of grim, it's like, we're still just like, this is where I want to be. Right. This is, this is the last, like if it was the last day on earth, those are the things and the people that I would want to be with. Yeah, you know, that's a good way to look at it. And enjoying my life, you know, playing and 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 the the friends, you know, family of friends, everybody that was there, you know, are just just some fantastic people. We've met such terrific people, you know, we've been blessed with such which uh, you know great people in our lives, you know, through music, and, and I think that's a huge uh, motive motivational, you know, a huge part of our motivation for for continuing to do it you know as, yeah. as we've gotten older you know still it's obviously not fortune and fame <laughs> what <laughs> no but... <laughs> <laughs> it's, my bubble's all full of I just, candy it's i just, just like all the are coming out now i just popped this puff bubble <laughs> yeah no i, I no, know what you mean. i i do totally know what you mean though like we took it for granted like sometimes especially when you go to so many shows like you lose sight of like well how massive a void there is when i don't have this outlet uh, in my sense of community which is the music scene where like man like i you just kind of feel lost without it but luckily you know people have been dropping a lot of music in the last year like there's been a lot of content coming out and that has been keeping us busy it's been keeping a lot of us sane. I know it's been keeping you guys sane. Um, so, um, 
Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. We're got about this much. Our, our, um, baseline, our, our, our sanity, yeah, the baseline of our sanity was already pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're not maintaining a whole lot. Well, <laughs> hey, that that's punk. That is punk rock. <laughs> Um, so let's, uh, let's take it back a little bit. I want to hear a little bit more about you guys and your background. So Juan, we'll start with you a little bit here. Um, so tell me about like, you know, kind of what you grew up listening to and just kind of how that would evolve into music becoming a creative outlet for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I grew up listening to fifties music. My pops always had Buddy Holly, Eddie Cochran, Dion and the Belmonts, like all of that shit back in the day. So that's that's the roots to 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 me um as i got older of course i got into you know color me bad menudo um you know all the good shit that came out back in the day <laughs> no um i for me what really got me into a lot of the rock stuff was um like bands like 15 or crimp shrine um and later on like you know the replacements and Husker do like yeah that's the shit that was fucking rock to me and um you know even as I got older I mean I got you know I was fucking love Slayer I loved metal back yeah. in the day and I don't really know too many people who don't and I choose not to know them if they don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah um if you're no friend of metal you're no friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah right but well, how can you not started, though it's slayer you know right right exactly exactly and yeah. i remember being in high school and um i what really inspired me my dad bought me my first guitar when i was 14 years old and you know i would always noodle around with it like any kid does but what really inspired me was um during some school assembly um a buddy of mine his name is mike friedel uh was 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 playing and he was doing all sorts of you know 90s shit at that time because we were in high school in the 90s <laughs> i mean 2000s and something um yeah but watching him play really inspired me and and moved me forward to to play more steadily and then in the late 90s early 2000s is when i started to get into bands more so uh, more seriously, mm -hmm. more seriously. So one of my first bands was a band called Johnny Toymaker. And um, I mean, we, we, we played around, a lot around Wisconsin. We got to go to Japan for a few weeks and mm. tour around there, um, which was a pretty phenomenal time. I bet. I've I, always wanted to go. You know what? Let's go next year. Let's let's plan a tour right here, right now. Let's uh, there we go. Right. Let's 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 do it. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, I'll just uh I'll hop in the suitcase. You can just pack me up and uh take me over there. Another rockumentary, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tight. Well that's that's cool. Yeah. Um just being hopeful. We're hoping that yeah, the roads will be open again for yeah, No kidding. Um Ryan, let's turn it over to you. Uh what about what you what you grew up listening to and uh, how that would turn into you playing yourself? Uh, well, I grew up on a lot of like classic rock for the most part. Um, you know, I remember being a wee, a wee lad, 
you know, and, 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 and Peshtigo. Oh, look at the wheel. It, oh, God. <laughs> Listen in the black Sabbath, you know, and, uh, some iron butterfly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, my dad had some of the, you know, some of that heavy, you know, deep purple and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember the stereo being set up in the living room, you know, some pretty, pretty big, big council. Big, yeah. You know, some speakers and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, like Beatles, you know, Rolling Stones, you know, mm. those, those kind of bands. Um, that that's those are like my earliest memories. And then uh, at one point, you know, I was living with my grandmother, and so in the morning before school, she'd have like the actual like I think you're thinking about this the console with the big lid with the yeah. the V you know with the eight track player and all that stuff. She had one of those, but then it switched from like all this like you know like heavy you know 70s you know psychedelic rock you know heavy metal uh to uh like Waylon and Willie and Patsy Cline and yeah. uh you know a bunch of like the Oak Ridge Boys and stuff like that so, you know so I was listening I'm listening to that uh you know at, at still a pretty early age and then um you know then I, I, I grabbed my 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 dad's acoustic guitar and I started you know, like I said, putting, you know, noodling around with it, plucking at it and stuff like that. And you know, I was kind of digging like, you know, Zeppelin and stuff like that, um, playing and, and uh, still kind of in the classic, you know, rock era. And then I went to, uh, I went to a Striper concert. My first concert was a Striper concert. <laughs> okay. Actually, with the, with, the, with the Bible, and it was it was with it was with my cousin's uh, church group. Uh, oh, word! Alpine Valley. So I ended up at, but there's this band called Loudness and a band called TNT, and and uh, those really impressed me a little bit and uh, more. And and then I saw this guy with an Anthrax shirt on. And I was just like, wow, like, what is that? You know, it had Judge Dredd on it. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm walking around with my Coca-Cola shirt on. With <laughs> and, stuff, you know, and, and there's this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember, I remember, uh, I like, there was those kids that had like every kind of pop shirt, like every soda shirt, like this. <laughs> A and W, Dr Pepper, Coca Cola. Yeah, it's like this is a re real soda guy. All right. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was Tab. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's a good one. And then a shout out to Tab Man. Yeah. Local Milwaukee favorite from. Big Green shout Bay. out to Tab Man. He's he's keeping Tab Soda Tab Cola alive. Right. <laughs> Almost single handedly. Yeah. You, you, you know what's funny about what you said earlier about like the Oak Ridge Boys? Yeah. That was actually my first concert. Yeah. Really? O Oak Ridge Boys, Alabama, and Ronnie Millsap. Whoa. At the Mecca. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Honestly? Honestly. <laughs> I brought that around. That's a striper. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think, right? That I think so. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let me hit you with the Bible. Really. I got one here. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, then I hear I, I hear this uh, I heard this thing on the story on the radio about uh, this is where things really changed. I hear the story on the radio about uh, some Christmas CDs that had been printed, and people were buying these Christmas CDs expecting to get Christmas carols, but it was actually the Sex Pistols printed on the CD. 
Mm. So it's like these people are, you know, thinking they're getting jingle bells, but they're getting, you know, God save the queen and anarchy in, in the UK. And I was like, I had never heard of the Sex Pistols at the time. I was like, that sounds outrageous. I got to check this, you know, this band out. And so I went to Green Bay, which was the nearest big town, and uh, went to the exclusive company, or actually, I think it was this place called Imports Plus, right next to the exclusive there. And um, where we played? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. And uh, I found this Sex Pistols album, and I put it, I remember getting back home, and I put it on the record player, and my friend uh, Michael, like one of my best friends from high school, was, was sitting there with me. And we thought there was something wrong with the needle on my record player. It was just like this, this, this live recording of the Sex Pistols, right? And it was just like this, just reverbed out, like, you know, two fenders, like these, you know, like these Fender twins. It's just like, bah, 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 And I was just like, wow, it just changed our lives. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I got to get an electric guitar. I'm going to quit sports. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. I'm going to do this thing, you know? And, and that was it. I got my first electric guitar and there was like one other like kid that really played guitar in my grade and, or pretty much in what's in my whole high school. And this guy, Adam <laughs> Stephan, shout out to him, uh, who basically taught me how to play guitar, listening to SST catalog which is, you know, like Black Flag and Descendants and stuff like that. Yeah, he was a yeah, huge sure. Black Flag and Henry Rollins fan. So we just sit there, I learned my bar chords, and then we would just sit there and play all day. And that's that's basically how I, you know, cut my teeth, you know. Uh, yeah. What was your, like, first band, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Color me red. <laughs> uh, check this out it was freaky treehouse <laughs> wow. freaky treehouse okay yeah which is uh it's a reference to i gotta write this shit down hold on it's to the tv show 90210 there was some <laughs> there was something in 90210 there i don't know i don't even remember what it was but some one of the band members was like brought it up and we just thought it was so funny we we're like yeah let's call our band freaky treehouse wow that's that's um i like, I like right exactly <laughs> <laughs> i i, I can't lie That's well and then we were like you know because we were like you know fans of like at that point we were like you know get into dead milkmen and like yeah. a little bit like you know stuff that was a little bit less conventional i guess more like post-punk and like getting out a little bit you know beyond yeah. the, the the just the regular chord progressions and stuff like that and kind of goofy and like there was like they might be giants and stuff mm -hmm. was coming you know a lot of alternative right. stuff you had 120 minutes on mtv and like all these you know new post-punk and post-hardcore bands coming out and you know there's there's a lot of variety of things and uh so yeah i was just kind of all over the place you know my musical taste yeah. and yeah, there was uh like I said, Freaky Treehouse, we did a few shows then, and then Nirvana kind of hit the scene, and then to me, that was like, at the time, there was so much like, you know, like glam rock and stuff going on too, like was really mainstream, and uh, not that I don't love it, because I do, it's guilty pleasure, I don't types. even know if I feel that guilty about it. I don't, <laughs> I would be poisoned by myself. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because like, being in a small town too, it's like, oh, you know how to play guitar, why don't you come jam with us, you know, so I'm like, you know, playing like Bullet Boys and, you know, Warren, Cherry Pie and, you know, yeah, right, Cinderella right. and all that stuff, so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a, a, a WAP, a TUI of, uh, you know, uh, musical influence. Best way to be. 
So wait a second. Why don't you play like Cinderella at practice or anything? I or... do. What? <laughs> yeah, my Gypsy Road. I'm, I'm rock. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did live stream that on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did you guys meet? Um, how did we meet? Well, it's kind of interesting because we yeah. we've played we've been in bands in Milwaukee for like when he was doing Johnny Toymaker. I think I was in a band like subside around that yep. time like yep. around yep. the late 90s early uh, 2000s early 2000s <clears throat> and uh it just seems like i don't know our, our our paths never really crossed i mean they did sort of here and there uh but it was just that uh that fateful baby bash yeah baby yeah. bash in 2015 that uh we we bumped into each other literally and uh <laughs> Yeah, he was. Uh... We chest bumped. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, watch where you're going, man. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was baby bash. And uh, yeah, within it, well, here's the thing. So it, it, he had a couple of shows. He's like, yeah, we got a couple of shows. How's it going? Yeah, we got a couple of shows lined up. Uh, right now, we we don't have a, a guitarist though our you know his, his, his other guitarist uh took a leave uh because they had just had uh he and his, his wife just had a baby and they had a couple shows coming up within a month and a half or so and i was like well i'm not really i'm working on some stuff but i'm not currently engaged in playing i don't have anything and i was like I'll, I'll fill in so here i am still filling in five you know almost five right. years later <laughs> but nice. you know what i i, I really want to because i don't remember how was that first show? that was at frank's right how, how was that first in, in show? my head it was great <laughs> it was fantastic i i don't remember that show think, at all i think we we played for a total of maybe 10 minutes 15 <laughs> minutes top and did like probably 15 shots <laughs> oh man that, that's some damage yeah, there was. Uh, <clears throat> I remember standing on a bar. Violations. Yeah, uh, halfway like through the second song, I think we ordered a a, a round of shots for everybody and walked. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, we, we had a Chris in the you know it was kind of like my first show. Right. We celebration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so how Juan? I guess um, if you want to touch on just the formation of the size fives and just uh, where kind of how the project came to be yeah i think it was uh i think we started in the end of 2012 maybe 2013 something like that um, i played in a band called less than popular and there was a guy in the band named brian kirchner um once that dissolved he and i got together and just started jamming out and um uh, a buddy of mine who was in a band called five o'clock charlie who's a drummer his name is dale darling he played drums with us. And then one of his friends, um, Jason Pletz, played bass. So that was kind of the first uh, outfit of size five, excuse me. And um, things were pretty slow at first. And we went through a few different guitarists, a few different bass players, and, 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 and a couple of different drummers. Um, but by 2015, when uh, we ran into Ryan at the Bayview Bash, 
and he's filling in for us six years <laughs> later. Um, you know, that, that, that's, that's been the lineup of, of size fives for the, for the past half decade. Um, up until recently. So yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I had no idea at the time that it would just kind of like really just, I don't know, it, it took off. Like we, you know, we yeah. did, we, we did a few shows, you know, uh, in, at the end of 2015 and then, uh, you know, we had a few shows coming up in the beginning of, of 2016. And then all of a sudden we just, uh, basically took every show we could get like there at the time there was a lot of bands that were you know traveling through yeah. and there was only a handful of bands that could oh you know that were available to open up for a lot of like touring bands and we were kind of unscrupulous we were just like yeah we'll take it i mean i'm surprised that we didn't get like kind of shut down Black by Bull. a lot of blacklisted by a lot of the venues but you know thanks to a lot of our really good friends and 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 uh you know family uh we had a lot of support yeah we had a lot of support. we had a lot of we had a lot of really loyal people you know loyal friends and family that would would come out and and fans yeah. that would you know uh just be there and uh yeah just just kept the that that the size fives you know alive and rolling like and it just we just did so many shows like it was it was almost a joke amongst our friends you yeah. know at one point that like if, if you missed the the size fives you know today you can see them tomorrow today you could see them yeah. tomorrow or, or possibly within yeah. a few hours you know we were doing multiple shows a day a couple hours right yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we were doing multiple shows a day around town and we did and, three shows in a day right once three shows in a day once but that was that yeah. was one out of town yeah that's some vital that's some real vitality uh to do that um yeah yes, I, I don't know where we got the energy uh, well we were just stoked you yeah. know i mean uh which it is was, it was fun. Awesome. The timing was right yeah the timing was right yeah. you know it's kind of like this phenomenon I and mean, we were just like non-stop you know it's just load the truck unload the truck play the show yeah. load the truck unload the truck, and, practice and, and do it all over again you right. know rinse repeat and for me i mean i've had a lot of fun doing it but i wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for everyone that was in the band so i mean that's the motivation for me is you know hanging out with ryan and 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 playing with ryan music uh, <laughs> music <laughs> yeah yeah you know, and 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 having the respect for watching joe and seeing what he does and seeing what rob's been doing and how all of us is, all of us have grown together really um because as important as the music is i mean we're a fucking fan. We've grown to be a, right. you know, a oh, family. And props to the community too. I mean, we love the, the community. I mean, like MSE, you know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, the, the, the bars and, you know, I mean, community like all the venues and the, all, all the cool venues and the venues that were like up and coming, you know, like, like growing and opening up, you know, it was, it just kept it exciting. And then when, when the venues, you know, if we had played a venue too often or whatever, you know, then we started doing some DIY stuff, you know, mm -hmm. then we would set up at a different, you know, we, we kind of did this thing where 
was like, okay, well, we're kind of overplaying, you know, our area or some of these venues a little bit. So let, let's change it up. And, you know, let's, let's set up a PA at some random bar. Like, what was it? Marshall's in Cudahy. Oh, yeah. Which was a tiny little room, you know. And I think we were one of the, well, I think that the Bottlehead shows there before, but, you know, that that was a nice place to, to do some DIY shows, yeah. like some Sunday fun day stuff. Let's do the Sunday yeah. fun day stuff, sure. you know. And Tony's just, great. Tony's just, great. Just try to, liven things up you know keep it interesting you know so it's just not uh, four dudes getting up on stage and and playing the the same songs every time it's four dudes you know getting on stage and playing the same four songs all the time <laughs> like in different places with different, like a lot of different scenes like that's making an adventure you know especially with the whole yeah. follow the size you know size fives things follow them size fives let's give them something to follow let's let's make it interesting. yeah 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 you know you're just you're making your presence uh known in in different corners and different right. pockets well, and making getting, new friends doing it yeah and getting yeah. people out of their usual haunts you know what i mean and it's yeah. like okay let's let's get you to uh, a new bar bring some business to someone else who doesn't normally you know get a crowd of like 20 to 50 people at any given moment you know what i mean and it's like yeah that's, that's some of these bar owners are just like what the hell just happened i don't know what the hell just happened but you know, can we do it again yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah so tell me about the recording process of uh your guys debut album um uh, which came out two years ago now um would just love to hear a little bit about uh what that was like for you guys pure hell <laughs> no it's actually you know a lot of people say that recording you know recording can really make or break some bands i mean we've all seen it happen if you're you know music and music enthusiast you know um but for us it was just fun it, it was yeah. a lot of fun uh, you know for me it was, the songs were already pretty much the, the songs on the first ep were pretty much written by the time i got into the band you know um a lot of it i think for me is 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 one creating the the initial sketch or the groundwork you know uh the foundation i guess for 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 the song you know whatever we're going to come up with next or work on next uh because personally i i i respect his signature his, his sound signature his playing signature you know uh not not based maybe in the uh the, you know like a, a theor theoretical sense you know like music theory sense but but his but it actually his timing is a little bit different his strum patterns are different his natural strum patterns and things like that and i think that there's uh an essence like that's kind of the essence of the size fives so me stepping in i'm i'm, I'm there to accompany that or accentuate it yeah. or you know what i mean like you know kind of kind of it, you know basically uh i want to say you know and enhance whatever it is complement it you know step back if there's things that you know nuances yeah. and things like that you know and then just backups and uh yeah i mean it's generally it's it's pretty much like whenever we've written new material it's it's very uh mutual collaboration between all of us uh, but i it's generally, you know, starts out with him. And then the recording process, we were just like, we got to get something on the table. You yeah. know, we, we haven't, uh, it was, you know, I started in 2015, we did a few shows, we didn't have any merch or anything going on. And it's like, you know, let's make it happen. Um, we talked, originally talked to Jeff Hamilton, because um, that was just the name that I knew, you know, he had been around for a long time. And uh, 
but he's he's been in everything a lot of yeah he he been, he has his own studio downtown uh he's he's also pl- uh recorded um like little violent femmes yeah. and, and toured with them and uh i mean he's he's a really accomplished guy does a lot of sound he also does like live sound for like summer fest and stuff like that oh sure yeah, um, they've yeah. had studios i can't remember the name of the studio but back in the globe east days they had a studio there he and paul nevers which leads us to where we actually got our first recording done with, oh, with right. paul knievers and um, yeah. yeah so he gave me paul's name and uh yeah we've been recording with paul ever since and it was just a really easy laid back uh organic experience you know um and uh yeah it was just a really fun thing to do overall you know it wasn't too grueling yeah it's pretty um, seamless when we go with paul yeah i mean it, it's yeah. that's the thing where we just get in on a friday you know we get in on a friday night or whatever because we're all we're all working stiffs you know we're kind of like blue collar you know eight to five yeah. you know yeah. uh guys and uh you know so it's like we got the weekends to 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 really work on stuff and try to get stuff done so it's like get in on a friday night set up the drums dial them in you know get some drunk get as many drum tracks down as we can and then you know the rest of the weekend fill out the rest of the song you know with yeah. the, the instruments and the vocals and stuff like that so generally yeah. it's been kind of odd like we will record like two to three songs at a session and then we'll go back once we've got five songs you know we'll go in and we'll master them and then put out a new ep yeah so yeah process for us to get stuff on the table and Ooh. then you know just actually have something physical for people i finally got a we finally got a band camp page up after oh, <laughs> five, good. i'm still i'm five, still waiting for our myspace page to yeah. go up <laughs> <laughs> yeah right wait to get a napster napster that's right yeah <laughs> or, or lime or whatever what was that <laughs> so juan tell me a little bit more about your lyrics and kind of like what has really like what place your your lyrics have really come from um, um couple of years i i i write a lot about camaraderie um you know at the end of the day i mean all of us as people are wanting what's best for our friends our family um for those that we surround ourselves with so i really do enjoy writing about supporting each other supporting other bands supporting local businesses um i'm a big believer in the 414 all you know it's our area code yeah it's our it's our it's our area code community and camaraderie so that's where things have headed in more recent times but um a lot of the songs are just based on life experiences um, we have a song called Goodbye to Me, which um, is based off of uh, a mutual friend of ours who took her own life. Who took her own life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's, 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 it's just based off of that situation. We have another song um, that's based off of, um, off of a trip that I took to Italy, um, an experience that I got to um an experience that i got to experience of through the capuchin monks so 
it's um it's it's really just life experiences yeah Yeah. i think there's you know there's universal i think you take a lot of universal themes from your life experiences like i said the community camaraderie the family uh you know um i think that it's some of them you know it's it's kind of like they're aggressive songs, you know, because they're punk, you know, in a way. I'm, yeah. I'm not even sure if we would necessarily consider ourselves real punks, but mm-hmm. to a certain degree, sure. But I mean, we're out there barking, you know, into our microphones and, yeah. and playing some aggressive. I know what you mean, you know? yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, to actually reference the size five's name, you know, which comes from the Goonies, the movie, The Goonies. Mm-hmm. You know, you think all of them size fives. Yeah, you think about, you know, the the themes in that movie are all about community, friendship, you know, adventure, you know, a lot of that. And uh, just just the human spirit, I think. Man, that was like my favorite movie when I was in fifth grade. I used to watch (laughs) it like every other day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a favorite of mine for sure. Oh, I like that. I, I appreciate you guys sharing that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We try to put a lot of, you know, the lyrics, I think, uh, around all the EPs and stuff. I, yeah. I think it's important because it's it's not just, you know, bubblegum type stuff, you know, it's, it's not right. just your your average, you know, uh, punk rock, like fodder type stuff. I think that, uh, you know, there's definitely a little more substance to it, you know, that people yeah. can maybe relate to, maybe people who are feeling isolated or alone or in a, a rough spot and stuff like that that, more than ever right now yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. you know that that even in in dark times there's light and and hope you know and there's good things to hold on to and and look forward to certainly are that being said uh what are you guys working on now what have you been up to well yeah we've been i mean because of the whole you know lockdown and stuff um it, it took a while for us to we have we haven't been able to get together very regularly until recently you know we had a couple uh you know covid related you know scare where it was like we kind of had to quarantine each other you know ourselves for a couple weeks and different times you know joe had some exposure i had some exposure so we're kind of been going through this whole thing where it's like you know there's been months you know where we haven't been able to really get together or write anything um we're just starting to really uh, play around with some new ideas. Um, I think he's got about three, three songs. Yep. Yeah, about three, four songs. Like you know, concepts for some new, new songs. Uh, that that uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, working on. We're hoping to get that stuff out probably like around August or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, now that we're starting to get some momentum back. Yeah. And. Um, other than that, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've got some things, you know, we got some live stream type performances coming up. Three of them. To book, oh, you know, things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about M- M545. Uh, so tell me about this project and kind of where the idea came from. M545 is. Um, M545 is a medical code for lower back pain. <laughs> and since we're all in our 40s, 
we all have fucking lower back pain because we're all old as shit right now. So, um, but it's just a simple three-piece rock band. My, you gotta myself, get yourself one of these, man. One of these heating pads. <laughs> I actually got I got it for uh, for uh, my birthday. Uh, yeah, because yeah, right. you know sometimes you back find one, some, find one with some skulls on it. We the, might be. Oh yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> right. It's it's all in the way you sleep. The position you sleep that that's a lot of back pain and stand i think posture and if you stand a lot you know, yeah that, that, that can do something too yeah do you sleep a lot sort of do more you? than i have before like since the whole covid thing i sleep more yeah. i don't think i can get more like three hours sleep like nights <laughs> yeah, we were playing out so often you know just between practices and stuff i, I really wasn't sleeping much at all then. yeah oh yeah i'm Driving to the way the show, on the way to the show. Well, he's got some cool people in that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you were saying, yeah, Scotty, uh, Scotty's on drums and love you, Scotty. Yep, I love you, Scotty. Miss you. Guy on bass. Yeah, Ted Joran's on on bass. Fingers never cease to amaze me. <laughs> um, That's cute. We, yeah, it's <laughs> extremely cute. <laughs> um, we recorded a couple songs. We got three songs that are on Spotify, on Amazon, and all that good stuff. Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, we just recorded uh, three more songs, actually, uh, with Sean Brooks at Electric Gingerland Records. Shout out uh, to Sean we, Brooks. I'm sorry? Yeah. Shout out to Sean Brooks. Good guy. Absolutely. I fucking love Sean. And I fucking love Avenues, too. So they actually they just did a live stream i think that's uh premiering on the 18th i think so yes. that's something to look out for their um, their new songs are pretty badass uh holy shit yeah They're fucking amazing devious is so such a fucking banger yeah right right yeah. I, he was over at my house i don't know like three months ago and he played it to me and i finish right there it was just it was just like holy fuck i could i i had him play it like seven times in a row <laughs> yeah 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 just good that's shit. so cool so you're working with him and uh getting cranking some more out yeah 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 so we just did uh three more songs we're gonna have those mastered and and out within the next month we're doing um i mean it's it's rock stuff but um we're doing some more melodic kind of stuff where we actually kind of sing i guess if you will which um it's just more melodic sure it's just i get you. vocal wise cool cool great looking forward to that sweet harmonies a lot of sweet harmonies <laughs> man <laughs> a so lot of harmonious right <laughs> auto tune heaven <laughs> wait one you're uh you're cranking up the the bops we're getting some bops in the house. Yeah, man. You know, we 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 wrote this uh, this. I don't want to say it's a ballad, but it's like it's like one of the first like love songs that I've actually ever finished, and it's called Seven. So um, it's kind of out of my element, but I'm pretty stoked for it to to get so in the people's sappy. ears. It's right. super. <laughs> Super love it. The sappy side of one, right? <laughs> you get a tissue with every CD. We're so multifaceted, 
Ryan, uh, tell me about Panic on Panic. Oh, it's Panic on Panic. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a different animal. Um, I think that uh, there's a lot of different, you know, it's more of the post-punk uh, influences. There you have like a lot more, like I said, like the melodic, you know, uh, harmonies and storylines and things like that uh, with Panic on Panic. Um, Greg Stefke, the uh, front man, phenomenal uh, gent. I mean, he's just a great guy in general. Um, I fucking love Greg. He's such a good guy. He's a um, total sweetheart. Yeah, he was in Compound like back. In, like I used to see him in Green Bay. Uh, he was being in a, in a band called Covent Garden. You know, I was probably like 16, 17, something like sure. that. And yeah. then, you know, once I moved to Milwaukee, I would see him at the exclusive company. And it was kind of a funny story. Like, so he was actually pretty much engaged to my daughter's mother at one point. And then a few years after that, uh, didn't work out. He and I ended up in a band together. Interesting. So yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. Sick, dude. Um, Sick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, so, but no, he's great. He's great songwriter. You know, I, I'm really lucky. I mean, I, I, I get to work with Juan. I think it's just a phenomenal, you know, source of, of, of energy and creativity and, uh, you know, his dynamics and, and, and the lyrics, you know, uh, definitely, uh, you know, satiates a certain, you know, elements in, in my being. And then when I get to work with, you know, someone phenomenal like Greg also is in, you know, uh, Covent Garden, Compound Red and, and several other projects, you know, definitely worth noting and looking into, um, you know, I get to accompany him and, and, and his guitar playing and his, you know, song or his stories, you know, playing bass for them. So that's a different thing too, is that I play bass for Panic. Uh, yeah. That was right. something that just kind of came out of necessity. We had been doing that, you know, actually years before, uh, you know, my, my uh, embarking on the size fives journey of sorts. Um, yeah. And, uh, but we weren't really actively playing out or, do, you know, we hadn't really gotten a, a steady lineup. We were working with Tabman actually was one of, one of our drummers at one point. Um, and then we wrote a lot. There's uh, Jenna uh, Marin, who is in a band called Chimp Eats Banana. I don't know if you heard of them. Huh. They were a Chumba Wumba cover band. Nice. <laughs> yeah, which sounds hilarious, but I had no idea until she told me that that like Chumba Wumba is actually a very talented band. <laughs> it was yeah. a lot more than just I get up and I yeah, fall down, I get up again or whatever, you know. Uh, they're, Do they're, you take yeah. a whiskey? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. And she is phenomenal also. Like she and Greg, uh, just some beautiful harmonies. Uh, she was just like, you know, you know, utility player, keys, trumpet, like just some kind of cool stuff going on there. Um, unfortunately, you know, we, we put out the EP right before everything got shut down. And it's about uh, a year old now. Yeah, we really haven't been able to do a whole lot, you know, with it. You know, we were planning on, I mean, we had a gig lined up uh at uh, was it collectivo no uh was it collectivo what's the one on on um 
like Farwell or Prospect. That's yeah, that's Collectivo. Yeah, it's a Collectivo. Yeah, we're gonna open for this, this band Shiner, who then come, came back from you know not touring for a while, another like '90s uh, mm-hmm. post-punk, post-hardcore band. Uh, so like we had some cool things on the horizon, you know, not just like everything was going a million miles an hour and then just went right off this cliff into this, this free fall, you know? Um, it was kind of cool though. We got to, when we recorded the EP, we recorded with uh, Kevin J. Frank. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a phenomenal musician also uh, from the Chicago area. Uh, okay. Was in a band called Gage back in the early nineties. And, and they were kind of, uh, there's a documentary on them. They kind of helped kind of push the the post hardcore like cap and jazz was was kind of yeah, around like yeah. um cool. they influenced a bunch of, of people also and, and he came in to fill in on drums at the time and uh we that enabled us to record you know the ep with with shane Hostler. Uh, Dude, I love Shane. I fucking love Shane. Yeah, isn't he adorable? And him and his his baking. Yeah, <laughs> his bread. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, Shane is a fucking saint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Um, so you know, through that, man, I've got to experience some some other you know another spectrum of of, of people and and uh, ideas and things like that, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been great. You know, the past few years, like musically for me, it's just been fantastic, unimaginable, really. I, I never expected, you know, to be doing this necessarily, you know, at this point in my life, and I, I couldn't be happier about it. Oh, you know? good, good. Uh, that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, 2019 was a great year. I mean, we got mm-hmm. like, I was I, I was also in this uh, a lesser known punk rock cover band called the Royal Melosi. And uh, I was like with Mark Solheim, uh, uh, my friend Mike Meyer, uh, Thomas, some guys from a band, I think it was they were called The Danger back oh, in sure. the 90s. Yeah. Or no, 2000, earlier 2000s. And um, we got to open up for, uh, who was it? Oh, why can't I think of their name all of a sudden? Oh, Murphy's Law. Of all of all people, over at like at, a tattoo at, convention at, or something. Club, Club Garibaldi. <laughs> oh yeah, which yeah. was which was fun, and then uh, you know, Panic got to open up for the Queers at, at Walker's Point. Unfortunately, Walker's Point Hall is no longer uh, due to bummer. Um, and then you know, then we got to pull, open up for Pennywise and stuff. You know, Size Fives got to open up for Pennywise and H two O. Damn, that's like, that's right. pretty cool. That's really pretty cool. yeah. It was crazy. You know, going from a stellar year like that, I was thinking twenty twenty was just gonna be yeah. out of this world. You know, and then it just turned into something that was like unfathomable. <laughs> you know? Out of this world. Yeah, <laughs> really. Dude. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, are you guys working on anything now, or? Uh... We're trying to. We have some live, yeah. some live streams coming up. Yeah, yeah, we are panic on panic. Still is is trying to you know get together, put stuff together. Um, you know, there's there's you know, because you like you you know you got to find a different you know people are looking for different jobs and stuff like that too. I mean, it's just yeah. been a lot of chaos, you know, and, and trying to 
as much as we still want to write and, and put out material, you know, it's like, well, you know, well, I was sad to find new jobs and to really make some major adjustments in our lives yeah. over the past year, you know? Yeah. I think everyone's had some personal challenges in the last 365 days that really affected um, us as a band, but in the same regards brought us closer together as a band as well, not musically, but just, you know, emotionally there for each other. Because, I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, I mean, we're, we're a family and, and really that's, that's what comes first. So some of the stuff that's happened to each of us personally, really, you know, everyone stepped up to the plate and just was there for everyone. Um, and more time to gaze in each other's eyes. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I, I relate to that personally too. Um, I feel like the friendships I had um, going into the pandemic only got stronger because we checked in with each other more and, you know, like everyone really started like making a more active effort to take care of each other when you can. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's crucial. So crucial. Um, right. I mean, do you have basic things like toilet, you know what I mean? <laughs> toilet paper. Do you have you afford groceries? Right. Yeah. Now, can, you know? Do you have someone that can go get groceries? Do you have yeah, yeah. an outlet for that? You we, know what I mean? Like, we ran out of toilet paper uh, for quite some time. I don't have any <laughs> sleeves on any of my shirts anymore. So. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> you know, it's a shitty situation, but it's. <laughs> I went through so many socks. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you guys could join me on the show tonight. Uh, it's great to share space and talk about. Um, oh, is it over already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I drank all my hamps. No, I'm just kidding. I have more hamps. <laughs> but, but, I mean, for one, I can tell you guys are like, you trust each other so much and and also like you guys also have like the same sense of humor you know like i can tell you guys are like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are i mean you guys are funny you're goofy but you're also serious when you need to be and you know you yeah, really yeah, put your heads together we've both been traumatized just enough to be funny you know to have a good and, sense right <laughs> and they say that the funniest people are the most fucked up and uh, <laughs> there's truth to that. Right. Well, uh, what, what, you, what, you, what you can't sense over this broadcast right now. Is we don't have pants on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did see Juan put his legs up at one point. So, right. I, yeah. I mean, hey, full disclosure, I don't always wear pants on these. Sometimes I'm in my boxers. Because it's like, who's going to, like, it doesn't matter if you can't see it. You know? it, right, exactly. And one of us has been dropping ass this entire time. <laughs> and it oh it hasn't always been me. So <laughs> all right, it's always been me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's a you problem. That's not my like <laughs> I uh I'm over here. But um all right, so as we're closing out, um I ask everyone the same two questions. Uh so uh Ryan, I'll start with you on this one. Uh what keeps you up at night? Oh boy, uh, whether I lock the door or something like that, you know. Um, no, actually, you know, I sleep really well. I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
I have a pretty clear conscience for the most part. Uh, I mean, of course, I, uh, I'm concerned about a lot of things, you know, the world as it is, uh, the state of, you know, our, uh, our nation, uh, the attitudes, you know, just the lack of uh, civility, you yeah. know, or just general etiquette. Uh, you know, I, I find that uh, it's upsetting. You know, I try not to let it bother me. I'm not one of these, I've got no fucks to give kind of people. I, I give a lot of fucks. I'm not going to lie. It's something that I, I just, I can't change that about myself. I care, you yeah. know, about people. I like seeing people Same, man. Uh, thriving, being happy and healthy. Um, but I do so time, many of these. But yeah, at the same mm -hmm. time, I, you know, I've got to be realistic. I, it can, it, you can, but you can be unhealthy. Like you say, you can lose a lot of sleep over stuff like that. And you got to realize you can only control so much and you can only do so much, you know, uh, before you start compromising your own, you know, sanity or health. You know, so it's finding that balance, you know, uh, and I, I think that's something as I've gotten older, I've been able to achieve, you know, which is uh, a good place to be, you know. Yeah, totally. Uh, not, not losing too much sleep over over much these days. Good, good. Juan, what, what keeps you up at night? Um, a lot similar to what, 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 Ryan's, what Ryan has said. Um, but I'm pretty fortunate in life where I've got a great support system. I've got great family. Um, you know, I would say I got great friends, but my friends are my fucking family, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very fortunate in, in, in what I have. And I look forward to the next day every day. Um, especially, and, and, and those that are close to me know the last year that I've had, um, you know, it, we've all had some struggles. So tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. And I just look forward to it. It's so, been a very mortal year. Uh, this past extremely. Year. Yeah. Extremely. Yeah. On a lighter note, Ryan, what puts you to sleep how does uh how does that uh sound of music song go <laughs> <laughs> whiskers on kittens and sexy <laughs> stashes <clears throat> um <laughs> what puts me to sleep that, that's an interesting um like things that could bore me or you know i mean our like, first ep <laughs> 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 mediocrity i guess uh you know what puts me to sleep uh that's, a, that's an interesting question um i definitely don't need any sleeping aids you know i take it literally uh what what puts me to sleep generally uh just getting into my uh bed and and, and closing my eyes you know you um I, I don't i don't sit up at night uh reeling about you know, my personal future, I, I'm pretty confident, you know, my abilities and uh, I haven't been had to struggle uh, too much with things for quite some time. So, um, 
yeah, what puts me to sleep is just, uh, I want to say just like, you know, plastic people, plastic thoughts, things that just kind of uh, are really trite, non-isms, things that, that don't really matter or, you know, kind of in that, that respect, that kind of puts my mind to sleep, which just kind of bores yeah. me, you know? Um, yeah yeah i i get that for sure just um for me usually what helps me sleep is like counting things because it helped like like focusing on something numerical because that's pretty meaningless like it's pretty like like just i don't know i some something that's just like doesn't uh and it's anything that doesn't take any like emotional um, baggage to to give uh, thought to right. is what ultimately those are the thoughts that can help you pass out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on a serious, yeah. On a on that note, I mean, I've just really conditioned myself to be able. Like, if you're really talking about like actually just getting to sleep, I've I've. I've just really conditioned myself to be able to do that, to like just put my mind in a place where I can fall asleep. I mean, I I think of, I go back to this time, like when I first moved to Milwaukee and within the year of, of living in this, this apartment, uh, some new, people moved in like I had a whole different set of roommates and it turned into like you know uh some some friends with with turntables who would be like out practicing on their turntables and, and like all that. so I was like I basically had to find a way to put myself to sleep like way back then in my early 20s like while there's still just like music thumping and pumping the whole time so it's like I, I, I figured if I could figure out a way to sleep through that like I shouldn't have any problems and like my my uh, girlfriend Carrie just like she is envious about that like she's like you can just go to lay down and fall asleep and just go to sleep just like that, <laughs> you know um because when I go to sleep like I I I work, you know, I, I'm busy. I'm actually pretty active a lot, you know, throughout the day and, and mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. So by the time I actually like kick my feet up, I'm, I'm done. You know? oh, good. Um, good. There's a lot to that, you know, yeah. Yeah. um, otherwise, you know, I will stay up. I do like, I, I am a night owl, you know, I, I have been, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's not due to concerns. I just, uh, it's uh it's like taking it all in yeah, yeah yeah for sure I like to keep the fire burning yeah one puts you to sleep uh you know what it's nothing but pure exhaustion yeah <laughs> it's nothing but pure exhaustion yeah, so yes. i mean i work 10 to 12 hours a day six to seven days a week and then i do music three to five days a week as well so at the end of the night at the end of the day i'm done I'm you drink done. a lot of coffee. I'm sorry. You drink a lot of coffee. I don't drink any coffee. Damn. I, I, I love coffee. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I've never seen him drink coffee. Mom I don't do. drink coffee. Do yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does the do. I do the do. <laughs> but even even now, you know, I've cut I've, back on that. I've, yeah, I've, I've I've cut back on most caffeine. So, yeah. um, 
Yeah, man. It's it's he's just the ball of energy, man. Yeah, like, he's it's organic. Yeah, yeah. But but at the end of the day, when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I pop in my ancient aliens, and I'm good for the night. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a good sleep, babe. That's right. Um, thanks for being on the show, guys. This was fun. Yeah, it was good. Time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. You Cheers, bet. Man. Yeah, cheers uh, for every. I drank all my beer that that I had sitting here. So cheers with the, <laughs> the hydration. With the hydration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the everyone, hydration. Yeah, for everyone watching, uh, uh, I'll be tagging size fives M five forty five. Panic on panic. Stream all their projects. Check out what they're doing. Um, look forward to what they've got coming up in the future. Uh, we'll be staying tuned. Thanks for watching, Mister Nice Guys. Always. We'll see you next time. I'm gonna go get